Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. And I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lisa, Lisa show. show. Well, you might notice this is a little bit of a change. Uh, you can actually see our faces, so we are getting braver and braver each time we do this, Lisa. We're also recording this for Buzzsprout, uh, so you can also download it that way, or you can hopefully see this on Facebook. This is our attempt to get more listeners. Yes. I think the demand was is they wanted to see our faces. Uh, they didn't want to just hear us, so here we are. So last week we talked about the angels. nine choirs of angels, right? Yes. And we realized after 15 minutes that we needed to break this down into each choir. And so Lisa was assigned, because I don't do anything, as you well know, to do the guardian angels. And then I get to just... And then you do the um, archangels next week? I'm excited week? about doing the archangels. Okay. But what, that's next week. <laughs> okay. And she has now assigned me, so I have to do it. But anyway, go ahead, Lisa. So as we talked about last week, the guardian angels are the lowest level of the angel choirs. I still don't like that. I don't either. But hey, we're, but we didn't still make angels. it up. That's they're right. angels. That's what counts. That's yes. exactly right. So they're, you know, even though they're at the bottom, they're stronger and more uh, intellectual than the smartest and strongest people. So. Well, that's not hard when it comes to me, Lisa, to be smarter and stronger. So I'm it's not like really sure. It's like a million that the intelligence of a million Einstein. Okay, that makes me feel better because I that wasn't necessarily doing much for the angels to say that they oh. were smarter than me. Okay. Anyway. And uh, they are here to help and guide us. And I was listening to a talk on um, guardian angels, and I thought this was really cool. This, oops, oh well. This guy said um, that he was in confession, and he was having trouble getting along with his son. And every time he would go to confession, it was the same thing over and over. So the priest uh, told him, well, pray to your guardian angel, or pray to his guardian angel, and greet him when the, before you even greet uh, the son. And then you'll have two angels and yourself working to get along with um, your son. And it, uh, the guy said it worked. What is amazing about that is, is instead of you just having an encounter with one person, now you're really having an encounter with one person and two angels. Yes. And I can see how that could really change his perspective on how he dealt with the situation. Yeah. Uh, and, and how he brought a, a, a little bit different attitude to the whole thing. And then he said he also used that at work and asked his boss for a raise. I don't. I think that was a joke, though. But did he get a raise? No, I don't know. I think that was a joke. So what we're telling you and what we want you to take away from this show is that tell your guardian angel to get with your boss's guardian angel to if ask for a raise. raise and that will so probably So all you prism employees. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think we were bringing up my job Sorry. here, Elise. We'll edit it out. That's uh, okay. We can't edit it. It's video. Well, I guess we can. We can hit stop. It's okay. okay. So what else do you have? So last week, my mind went blank when I was trying to talk about Father Chad Rippinger and what he had to say about the angels. So Happens time, to me all the time. Notes. So he, his quote is that God created something above you for you. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. And uh, he uh, suggests that we develop a special bond with our guardian angel because that will help deepen our spiritual life and help us grow in holiness. So I have a question for you, Lisa. Okay. How do you think that our listeners can grow their bond with their guardian angel? Just thank your guardian angel. Like I've been um, consciously asking my guardian angel to um, help me be holy. So. 
I don't know that I've ever spoken to my guardian angel. Yeah, well, yeah. I I think this is really heightening my awareness of how I need to get more in touch with uh, the spiritual realm that is all around us and around each person. So 99% of what God created is unseen. That is... Awesome. It's awesome and scary almost to (laughs) think that we are only seeing 3% of of what is actually around... I thought you said 99. I thought you said 97. Look, this is not a math show, okay? We're doing the best we can here. Anyway, back to you, layperson Lisa. So, as we talked about last week, guardian angels chose us. They knew us before we were even created, and out of love and obedience to God, said yes to his offer to protect us. And they have had full knowledge of our temperaments, every sin we would commit and all the good that we would do in life. And they still said yes, so I think that's pretty terrific. So what you're saying is is our guardian angels already knew everything that was going to happen and how we were going to be in our entire life. That's what Father Riffinger says. Wow, that's pretty that's pretty neat uh, to to know to have that kind of knowledge about everything. I wonder if I knew the knowledge of other people, how many people I would actually have as friends. Oh. I could be a lot. It could be a lot. It right. could really be a lot because I think a lot of times there's so much going on in the background of our lives, uh, and, and our guardian angels are helping us with that, and, and we don't know. So it'd be kind of neat sometimes to we might treat people differently if we had more insight. That's true because you don't know where somebody's coming from a lot of the times. Like if they they might be just having a really bad day because something really horrible happened in their life and. They're just not dealing with it well, that particular interaction. And that's why we are called to meet everyone with love, no matter how... uh, Challenging it might be. It might be, and sometimes it can certainly be challenging. So for like 10 minutes before we started this show, we kept trying to get Lisa more over into the center of the screen. (laughs) And as you can see, she's moved... She'll be off the screen and still talking, but it's okay. But what what else do you have, Lisa, on our guardian angels? Well, like I mentioned before, I've been, uh, and I got this from Father Rippinger, that he suggests that we pray to our guardian angel to help us grow in holiness and ask our guardian angel to reveal our primary defect so that we can grow in this holiness. And by showing us our weakness, we can uh, seek to remedy it. So how do you think our guardian angel shows us our primary defect? Well, your angel can affect your um, imagination, your senses, and your will. And I think it really gets back to really getting in touch with the spiritual realm, Lisa. And every that 99% of what we don't see is to try to start to tap into more of that. Uh, and to understand that there are many signs and signals and ways that God is speaking to us. Not only about those things that we need to improve on, but also about those things that we're doing well. Yes. Oh, yeah. So what other great stuff do you... Because we're not... By the way, we're not allowed to use the word cool. I already did. Oh, so. I, I missed it. So... <laughs> If, if we go more than like two or three cools, these don't count, by the way, in a show, then we might have it's to retake them. Yeah, yeah, it's a big time fail. But what do you have? Uh, also, ask our guardian angel to humble us daily. So Father Riffinger says that uh, we should pray for interior humiliations because guardian angels know the best and surest way to heaven is humility. So humiliations or humility. Are those the same words? Well, so... I don't know. Humili- interior humiliations, like... Or humility. 
Well, humility. Well, he said interior humiliation. Well, we need to look this up. So your assignment is, is what is the difference between humility is this to the audience? Yes, okay, and good. humiliation? Because I'm going to say there's a difference. Because mm. to me, humiliation means that uh, in, in some way it has affected you know, who you are as a person or how you oh, feel as a person. Okay. Uh, where humility is really uh, designed to help draw the self out of us, as you will, and okay. help better unite us in our oneness with God in terms of interiority. At least that's my Yeah, that makes sense. Because he, um, so I think he did, did mean humility because... Wait a minute. Yes. Did you just say that I said made something sense? that made sense? Yeah. This may never happen again. Yeah, so uh, mark these words. Yes, it'll never happen again. Because he said that uh, we will discover surprising ways that our ego was injured or pride shattered. So I think, um, yep. you know, um, when we ask for humility, then pride is just put aside. Like the whole litany of humility. That's exactly what I was thinking, Lisa. The the litany of humility. Of free, I think we've Like, don't let it. me be recognized. and. It's a tough prayer. It and is. I, have we mentioned that on the podcast No, before? we need to have that after the uh, Angel series. Yeah, after this nine-part series, we'll talk about the litany of humility. You can look it up. It's in the Roman Missal. It is a very challenging prayer uh, if you read it. Uh, but it really can be very helpful because it, it helps us to realize that uh, it's not about us and right. that the source of all that we do doesn't come from us but comes from the God that right. created us and I think in realizing that because you're going to have things that come your way that I know I want to take personally take credit for or take credit for mm. and we just can't do that no because um, the information continues saying all angels are perfect in all virtues but their primary way of serving God is through humble submission to his will so that's how we have to start acting. Right. So our guardian angels are a perfect example of, of how we uh, should have that same humble submission to God. And boy, isn't that tough to do because sometimes I just want to do things my way. <laughs> and it doesn't always work out when I try to do it my way. What about you, Lisa? Nope, not usually. You don't usually try to do things your way? Or oh, I, they try don't to, work? I try to do things my way, but they don't work out too well. I know we're a little off subject here, but why... Why do we want to do things our way? It's one word. Control. Control. We want to be in control. Mm -hmm. So we need to ask for that humble submission like our guardian angels. Anyway, and it goes back to our previous episode on surrender. We have all kinds of great episodes if you haven't listened to them, <laughs> yes, by the way. <laughs> so what else do you have here, Lisa? So the guardian angels combat evil and strengthen us to resist temptation. So... Many exorcists have said in their experience, and we kind of talked about this last week, that when a guardian, when an angel is asked to be our guardian angel and they say no, they become a fallen angel. And some exorcists believe, based on what they see during exorcisms, that the fallen angel becomes a, uh, where is it? Do, do, do. Da, uh, do, do, do. <laughs> I don't know, a guardian demon. So this guardian demon Ooh. is a yeah, is a sign to tempt us and to dissuade us from go getting uh, growing closer to God. Yeah, because not all angels are good, right? Right, exactly. And I think a third of them aren't good. Correct. So we have this spiritual warfare that's going and on. And the lower the angel choir, the more fallen angels there are, which totally makes sense because if they said no to being our guardian angel. More people, more angels said no to being our guardian angels. That's not a humble submission to God when no. you say no. No. Absolutely not. No. 
So I can't believe we've already been going for 12 minutes and we oh, just man. We can't get our pie. Oh, and I have such a good quote from Padre Pio. Okay, he so says... we're finalizing with our quote from Padre okay, Pio. Yes, but yes. beforehand, Lisa, hold yes. your hand up there like that. I want you to see she's been painting been today. She didn't even clean even up. See it. Unbelievable. <laughs> you should have seen my hands before. <laughs> you know, when you paint, you're supposed to paint the object and not yourself. But anyway, Padre Pio. So he actually could see his guardian angel, and until he was 10 years old, he thought everybody could. But in any case, his, he said that the guardian angel is our most sincere and trusted friend, even when, through our own fault, we sadden him with our own bad behavior. Wow. So we, won't, we don't want to make God sad, and we don't want we to make, make our, our guardian, guardian angel, angel sad. sad. Right. Well, listen, you may wonder where we're coming from today. Yes, we are at the corporate headquarters. The rooftop of, studio. That's right. That's right. We have the pier studio. This is the rooftop with the umbrella studio at the uh, worldwide headquarters of Deacon Dave and layperson Lisa. Uh, we're so happy you joined us. Uh, please listen to us on Facebook or on Buzzsprout. If you have ideas or feedback, we'd love to hear it because we really enjoy doing this. And we want to keep doing it as long as you keep listening. <laughs> I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Lisa. See you next time. Bye.